Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. This is the perfect time of the year to give yourself a break and consider if this year you did all the right things to increase your net worth. Since most people are going from one thing to another and there is the feeling that we do not have enough time, this is the moment for you to take that time to check if you're living the financial life that you want. During this episode, we're gonna give you three quick items that will give you a chance to reflect on your year and be more intentional about your finances in the new year. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives you never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance, and take control of your finances with confidence. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community at large across the United States owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources that you can find on our website, such as complimentary race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. You can even listen to our podcast through our website now. How cool is that? You can find all of this by going to flvetadvisors.com. And if you find that our show is helpful, please help us spread the word. Rate us, review us on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. If you don't listen on either of them, go to our Facebook page and review us there. We'd really love to hear from you. So with Christmas literally right around the corner, I know that for most people, we all have our own traditions that we go through. Uh, I, I know that this year, what, when did you put up your Christmas stuff? You put it up in like July, right? I wanted to put it up in like November 1st, but my wife was like, we're not going to do it until like a week or so before Thanksgiving. But I'm just like, cause it's like, it, it's so much, it's so much work to take everything out and put it up and then leave it for like three or four weeks and then tear it down. I don't know. I like to enjoy it. <laughs> I feel like the whole world had your idea because like our neighbors had theirs up like November 1st. Yeah. Like outside. <laughs> and I was like, it, I checked my watch. Cause I was like, is it November 1st or December 1st? Like, I was so confused. I was like, why are there Christmas lights? Like we haven't even had Thanksgiving, but I feel like the whole world was just a really early this year. And of course, I, we fought, we fought, and we fought. We we actually ended up still having to wait till after Thanksgiving to put up our our decorations. But it's just it's just kind of funny because there. I, I know recently I read a book that was talking about how consistency and sometimes traditions actually bring us a sense of relaxation. It brings us a sense of comfort. And so, you know, I don't know what your traditions are for all those who are listening to this podcast, but, you know, obviously there is a particular amount of rhythm required in our lives for us to feel safe, for us to feel secure. And most of the time, our lives, at least for the, for the most part, from what, from all the people that I talk to, at least, life is kind of chaotic. The mm -hmm. work schedule's all over the place. They're constantly having to figure out what's for dinner, for, you know, because they got a kid, they got kids to feed us, pesky kids. Got to feed them every night. <laughs> you don't have to feed them in the morning or in the afternoon. You just got to feed them for dinner. I'm just kidding. I, My daughter totally wants to kidding. eat all the time too. I mean, she's literally, it's insane. Like she actually steals other kids' snacks and I'm just like, you're that hungry. Like, oh all my, the time. <laughs> oh my, that's trouble there. Oh, I know. I mean, well, wait, wait till, wait till she goes from 14 months to 14 years. Cause mine right. is, is eating more than I do. I think today it's just kind of wanting to peel, peel everyone back to think about how to get control of the calendar because a, a, an element of self-care really does have a lot to do with how we manage our time. 
And self-care is a huge topic in vet med, has been for a while, continues to be. Everyone's talking about it. But what I think what I find kind of funny is that, and Tom, you you have somebody that I know you listen to a lot who says that these things can be common sense, but not common practice. Now, yeah, that's that's my man, Brandon Burchard. I always love listening to him because he's just, it's, it's interesting when you can take things that, you know, people are always talking and talking and talking, and it sounds very easy from the idea of doing it, but then actually making it a, a habit and a routine. I mean, that's where we all struggle, I think, a lot within our lives. Well, that's the thing. Like some of the most simple things in life can still be hard. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to managing our calendar and and at least from a self-care perspective, because especially during the holidays, because the holidays seem like you know, the work calendar usually stays the same, but now we've got all of these other things that we feel like we've got to do. We've got to make travel plans. We've got to go see family that we necessarily probably don't want to see. There's all these other things that kind of make it on our calendar and it's kind of for the sake of the season. And then it ends up being the season that you're supposed to enjoy. You can't even enjoy because there's so much crap on the calendar. Right. To just kind of reflect for you listening, how you're getting control of your calendar, but it might be a good time to kind of start taking a step back, thinking, okay, how was this year? How is this month? How do I take control of my calendar? Because there's plenty of systems out there. And I will tell you that you can run yourself crazy looking at all of the different ways to take control of your calendar. And I found, at least from all the people that I've talked to, and Tom, you can tell me if you agree with this, pick one. Just pick one. It may not be the perfect system, but try one and test it out and work your butt off to make it work. And if it's not the right system, then you just find another system. Yeah. I, I would tell you calendar management is a an ongoing, ongoing battle. It's not one of those things to where we just, you create it and then you just, it, it is what it is. Cause like, you're going to have to constantly reflect and look back on it. I think every quarter is a good time to do it. You, you know, CJ and I will look at our full focus planners and review our ideal work week and how we want to live our lives, you know, personally and with work and, and everything else. And, and I think when it comes to really with that whole calendar management idea of things is that when you do block it and you make it a priority and you put it on your calendar, try your best, like to make it where it's non-negotiable to where other things can creep into it. Because we're all very guilty of doing that at times. I'm guilty myself where I block something out and then it maybe it requires for me to transition during the day and it just it seems a little bit too complicated or it seems like I have another priority I need to take care of. But there's always going to be more priorities. Like I understand if you're a veterinarian and you're like, I have a surgery I got to take care of right now. Totally get it. It's kind of an emergency. <laughs> but when it comes to this, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to continue to keep doing what I'm doing right now because it's easy compared to like, let's say, you know, one thing that comes to my mind all the time is exercise is a big part of it because I was skipping it for a while myself because it's like, it's easy for me to keep working versus having to get up and having to like now be more active and really change my mindset around things. So then I would ignore it and then I'd find other things to put in my time. So um, and, and we have some of our clients too that we know have actually, because they are feeling the stress of the constant demands of what their lives are putting on them, that they have shifted to where, hey, I've looked to find another role or a different type of job and it might have required them to take a little bit of a shift and decrease in their pay. So they've had to sit here and be willing to accept that, but their self-care and their mentality was so much more important. And I think if, if, if your calendar stretches you out, then something needs to change mm-hmm. because eventually you're going to be forced to change at some point. And no matter what, you're going to have a regret, whether it be the regret that you said no to that person today or the regret that later on you've developed health issues because you didn't say no to that person. 
really change now before you're forced to and re really regret it later because sometimes the penalties that we suffer from not creating those boundaries in our in our calendar and in our lives uh, we end up just you know they, they just end up being a whole lot worse than the than, than the, the maybe the little bit of regret or kind of the remorse that we feel by saying no to somebody today and and i think if you're having a hard time saying no to people or creating boundaries that's a whole nother issue in and of itself and i mean i i know that there are plenty of books out there on like kind of wrap your mind around that how to take care of whatever's holding you back from being able to say no to people or whatever's holding you back from creating boundaries in your life find a book find some time really dig down deep into why you haven't been able to do that and maybe if you can find the root cause of that then you'll find freedom on the other side of it we find that most people struggle with knowing where to start with planning their finances the best place where we can all start is to get ourselves organized so we know where everything is at so we can make confident decisions. There's an online platform that we provide clients to organize their finances and we'd like to offer it to you for no cost. If you're interested to get your finances organized, visit the link in the description of this podcast or you can type the link lbs.myfba.com, complete the form and we'll make sure that we send you access to the online platform. So those three quick items that we referred to earlier that we're going to give you today to review your overall financial health mm -hmm. are these. Number one, calculate your total savings going towards your plan. So like, what is that? So many people all the time are like, well, I'm putting money in my savings account. I'm putting money into different things. What we want to look at is what money is going into 401ks, what money is going to IRAs, what money is going to Roths investment accounts, maybe if you have any some permanent life insurance or anything, not cash that you have just, just sitting around in your bank. We want to talk about what money are you actively putting towards your plan? Do you know what that number is? Right. Because there's two types of savings. There's the savings for your plan to grow and eventually produce income for you in the future. And then there's the savings to spend. Mm -hmm. The savings to spend is the 20, you, you put 20 grand in your savings account, but then you buy a $20,000 car. That's not saving. That's just, that's savings to spend. We're talking about the savings for your long-term plan that's going to work for you to produce income in the future. Absolutely. Second, review your long-term disability policies. You might have it through work. You might have individual ones. You might have a business overhead policy if you're a business owner. But how much of your monthly income does it cover? And for how long does it cover for you in the event that you become unable to work and you can't, you can't earn an income? Like, What kind of protection do you have in place to make sure that your income continues even if you're not able to continue to earn an income? Mm -hmm. And if you have coverage through work, what is that percentage of your income? Have you calculated it? Do you know what it's because like a lot of times I will say on the summaries that they provide you, the number is not a hundred percent accurate. So it's always good to look at the details. And if you don't have any, or if you have an individual policy, let's say, what is that? Did you buy one in school and it's still the very small amount that you purchase and your income has gone up a lot? Very important to take a look at that. And the last item that you can take a look, number three, is calculate your net worth by getting an inventory of all of your investments retirement assets, your your cash that you have on hand, and then take all of your liabilities out of that. Your liabilities would be your your loans, any other taxes you might owe, could be your mortgages, all those different things. How much is left over for your net worth number? And and some of you might be in a spot where it's negative at the moment. There's no nothing, nothing wrong with that game. Like now it's just a matter of how do we start adjusting over time, be able to start increasing that. And and what is your net worth in comparison to your income? So a lot of the times when we're planning with people, when it comes to how much you should have as a net worth, 
Uh, we usually look at it. There's like a multiple of your income, depending on what age you're at. And that can really be a good standing point to say like, hey, am I on progress to where I need to be? And if you would like something more comprehensive, or if you want some personal help with these three items, please reach out to us and you can schedule a 30 minute meeting with an advisor at no cost and no obligation at all. If you're finding our show to be helpful, please make sure to spread the word about our podcast. If you've not yet liked our show, please go show us some love on Facebook, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to us. And at the same time, share this episode with one of your friends, tell them Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and introduce them to the Smarter Bet Financial Podcast. This is CJ Burnett. And then I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purpose only. Only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Submission number 2022-147724 expires December of 2024.